community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. What's up? It's Tuesday. Adam Montiel. Thank you so much for being up and Adam. Today, we're going to talk to Josh Clapper of Tambor Winery, local business owner in the Lowbro neighborhood of San Luis Obispo. And he is working with Cal Poly. This is a really cool, you know, Cal Poly's whole thing is about learn by doing. And the way this small business, Tambor, is working with a class at Cal Poly, and he's handing over the grand opening of his slow winery location to the students of this class at Cal Poly to see how it all comes together. It's a really neat story. We're going to talk to Josh about that and a lot more. Give you the lowdown on the weather. Lots of rain, including some rescues, car rescues, Salinas River rescues. Please don't cross road closed signs. That and a lot more after we thank our friends at Tin City Distillery, located in one of the hottest tasting locations. Tin City Paso Robles, Tin City Distillery open for tastings of their spirits or just as a cocktail bar seven days a week. Take a tour of the distillery on the weekend. Some fantastic spirits. Their brandy is made from the best vineyards in Paso. Uh, their American single malt whiskey. Oh, the vodka. The hibiscus pink lemonade vodka. Their canned cocktails. Those are elevated and refreshing. Learn more. Check out TinCityDistillery.com and follow them on your socials at Tin City Distillery. Up in Adam's Slow-Fi Headlines. All right. Two men found themselves in a bit of a situation Monday when their car got swept off the road and into San Marcos Creek. Cal Fire got the call around 6.30 a.m. near Walsona and San Marcos Roads near Paso. Turns out these men didn't pay much mind to the road close signs along San Marcos Road. But hey, props to Station 30, beefing up those crews just in case a swift water rescue was needed. They sprang into action, wading out to the stranded duo, helping them back to safety. It took about 40 minutes, but they got them out of there. The men weren't hurt, but their car, yeah, it seen better days, submerged and not likely drivable anymore. According to Cal Fire, they even marked three road close signs along San Marcos and Wilsona roads to prevent something just like this. And get this, there was another rescue in the mix. A CHP helicopter crew reportedly spotted a person during a reconnaissance flight in the area around 7.30 a.m. About 10 minutes after that, a second person located in the Salinas River behind Coles in Paso. And then a third was reported by employees of a business on North River Road just before 9 a.m. The CHP chopper crew, they assisted firefighters in the rescues and officials say all three are uninjured. Goes to show the Salinas Riverbed is extremely hazardous during these heavy rainfall events. All residents are advised not to enter the riverbed. All right, other news. How angry would you be if this happened? On a scale from one to I'm calling my lawyer. January, a guy in D.C. named John Cheeks bought a Powerball ticket. Then he checked the winning numbers online a day after and saw they matched. The jackpot, $340 million. He did all the things you're supposed to do took a photo of the ticket and only told one other person about it. But then he went to cash it in and he was told he hadn't actually won. What happened? Well, DC's official lottery site had posted the wrong numbers. So instead of matching all five and the Powerball, 
he matched zero. He's in the news now because he's suing Powerball and the DC Lottery. He says they listed the wrong numbers for three days and he wants them to pay up. His lawyer noted a similar thing happened last year when the Iowa Lottery reported bad numbers. People who cashed in before that error was fixed were paid out, but no one hit the jackpot. All the payouts were between four bucks and 200 bucks. Now it doesn't sound like John's expecting the full 340 mil, but something. Does he have a case? Should he shrug it off and move on? Check it out. Hey, uh, this ticket is no good. Just throw it in the trash can. And I, I gave him a, a stern look. I said, uh, in the trash can. He goes, oh yeah, just throw it away. You, you're not gonna get paid. There's a trash can right there. There is precedent for this. A similar case happened in Iowa where a mistake was uh, admitted to by a contractor and they paid the winnings out. Precedent, baby. What do you think? Should he get it? Should he get something? I don't know. I dig that old Sports Illustrated football phone out the attic. Your teenage daughter might want it. Old school landline phones with a cord. We told you an article a couple weeks ago about how they're kind of on their way out. AT&T's already trying to set the precedent for getting rid of these old landlines. Of course, leave it to then for Gen Z to decide that this is the new trendy way to be on the phone. Retro stuff from the 90s and early 2000s, they are big right now in general. That also includes flip phones and even original iPods. More established adults ditched their landline years ago because they don't need it anymore. So the New York Post asked young people to explain the fascination. Corded phones are a lot less convenient, obviously. One girl called them, quote, cute and romantic. She said she loves to talk and twirl the little cord and it makes her feel like she's on sex in the city. I feel like they use cordless phones on that show. Anyway, the same girl said she has an answering machine too, but she couldn't remember the name. She called it a voicemail machine. She said that she also likes the thrill of not knowing who's calling because it doesn't have caller ID. Why stop there, Gen Z? Just bring back the rotary. All right, finally, this video went viral out of a brewery in Minnesota. Guy just blasted by beer. It happened at a place called Back Channel Brewing. One of their tanks sprung a leak. The blast of beer knocked this guy back several feet. Almost looked like the dude took like a shotgun blast. It just blew him back. They were able to save most of the beer in the tank. They decided to call the beer Blowback IPA. Beers and their names. I love it. Listen to the audio of this. I mean, it's just every beer everywhere in the tank room. It's on my story if you want to check it out on Instagram. The video is crazy, or you can just go to the Instagram account for Back Channel Brewing, but I have the video on my story. It's, wow, glad the guy's okay. Glad he's okay. I want to thank our friends at Dow Vineyards. If you've ever thought about joining the club over at Dow, now is the time. It's all about you there. Access exclusive wine, special pricing, even unforgettable events just for you. The member Sunset Series, members on the mountain, Artisan's Dinner Table. It's all waiting for you at Dow Vineyards. Join the club and let's raise a glass together. DowVineyards.com. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. All right, Josh Clapper and his lovely wife Chiasa own Tambor Winery. T-I-M-B-R-E, pronounced Tambor. I know, just wrap your head around it. It's all good. Fantastic wines, great people. Don't you love it when the wines taste like even better, when the people are just so good? I swear there's something to it. So they got this celebration Sunday, March 3rd of the grand opening of their new San Luis Obispo winery location. I think it's going to be fun. I wouldn't miss it. 
I was talking to the mayor. She's down to go. It's going to be a fun afternoon. And what I thought was so cool about the situation is he's working with a class at Cal Poly, a marketing class, to do just what Cal Poly is known to do, learn by doing. And he's got this whole class running this activation that will serve as his celebration on March 3rd. I think it's really cool. Wanted to talk to him more about it. Also, there's some really exciting advancements and ways that Tambor Winery is evolving, namely bubbles and more of them. I love that. Josh Tambor, what is up, my man? Thank you for being up and at him. Hey, man. I have always been up and at him, even before I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back in the, uh, what are we calling this little the mini cellar, the library, what are we? The dungeon? This is it? No. <laughs> um, no, it's, it sounds it's, friendly and welcoming. Yeah, I guess on it's it's my it's my library cellar, but behind me there's a uh, mirror that says Clapper's Private Bar. So I think ultimately it's Clapper's Private Bar. This is cool. Yeah. Um, you got, last time I was here, you didn't have all the wine and the whole library set up yet. So it's really coming along. Yeah, no, it's um, when you have a small business, everything falls on you to do everything all the time, as you know. And so, <laughs> So it took a little while, but we finally got all of our wines in here. So I can literally come in on at, at any time, Tuesday, 9 a.m. If I want to taste my 05 Le Bon Climat Pinot Noir, there's a bottle that's, that's within so cool. 10 seconds of me grabbing. You know so. where it is right now? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put you to it the It might test. take 15 yeah. seconds because i got to get around the table. Um, so this area is going to be something that is more and more going to be utilized by fans of Tambor Wine. And you have a grand opening. I mean, it, it, we're calling it a taste of music. It's, yep. a, it's an event. It's mm-hmm. an activation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as everyone yeah, in new school says. Yeah, yeah. But it's a celebrating your grand opening here in Slough. Yeah, exactly. So we recently opened up the winery. Uh, it, it's a soft opening. And we have a few different experiences with Offer. So we can do a flight similar to what we do at our AG tasting room. Uh, we can do a barrel tasting. That's a little more expensive. We haven't settled on the final price, so come in now because it's cheaper than it's ever going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in this room, we're going to have like an elevated experience that's with me. And it might not just involve timbre wine because part of what I like to do when I'm talking about wine is talk about timbre also in the context of the other things I'm interested in, music, food, other wineries in the area, other wineries from other parts of the world, maybe even other beverages. Don't tell the ABC, you know, <laughs> that's the alcohol beverage control for those not in the know. Um, but the, you know, um, I, I'm, I don't think there'll be any, um, THC, but, uh, you know, it's California. <laughs> I'm open. I'm open. You know, I'm not saying no, if someone's passing. So, um, but, um, yeah, so this, this, uh, the event we're doing on Sunday, the third, right. March 3rd. 2 to yeah. 4 p.m. It's a good thing that you have the information in front of you. <laughs> so we're doing a, essentially one of our wine club members and a, and a good friend of ours is a Cal Poly marketing professor. And then there's a second level where the class that was, that her, her old class now goes to the next level and works with someone who's in industry, giving back their time to teach these kids about marketing. And so the 10 students in this class are all absolutely bright, excited, very, very smart they're actually like a marketing firm. And that's the entire quarter. They Their job during that quarter is to set up this event for us. And 
they have three different teams of three or four people. Um, that sounds so cool. I love this. Yeah, it's amazing. So there's like a production team, an experience team, a social media and marketing team. And they come to us every week like we're their client. And they're like, these are our ideas. And for the most part, they are just so bright and so... I mean, I've been working with Cal Poly students for years with, yeah. as interns and things like that. But it's really impressive. So, so are you kind of not even in control or knowing what they're going to be putting together? Or they're kind of doing their own thing or what? S- so the answer is we have weekly meetings, but like during today's meeting, I was like, Hey, do you mind if like, we actually look at the social media for like the post, like give us 30 minutes to look at it. And that's not a like, wait for us to say yes. If we don't get back to you, you post it. Yeah. But at least I'd like the opportunity to see it. And realistically, the first three posts, when I look at them, I'm like, huh, that's not exactly how I may have said it. Yeah. But the whole idea of this is I'm trying to, we're trying to get people here that have never seen us before. So I'm not even sure if I'm the right person to be approving this stuff. Like, <laughs> But also you're, you're kind of fostering that whole giving, you're giving back by, by letting them learn by doing. Oh, and that's absolutely. what Cal Poly is all about. Absolutely. Yeah. I am, I am, you know. I've gone beyond the point, you know, in my career, I used to worry about everything. And I realized that um, even when I'm making every decision, half the time they're wrong anyway. <laughs> so someone else might as well make the decision and we'll see how it, how it lands. Nothing, nothing makes or breaks anything. And for the most part, they're amazing. So what um, are we going to have on Sunday, March 3rd? Obviously, barrel tastings. You got games here. Is Denise going to town with some games or what? <laughs> no, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a little more. So it's not going to be like a game night at right. Timber, although uh, those are fun for sure. Quite fun. So it's a complimentary event. We're looking for people kind of in the slow area. It just people who are interested in wine who haven't had Timber before. There's not a lot of crossover. Not a lot of people from slow come to Timber and AG because there's no reason to. There's 25 wineries here in slow so come here we totally support that but we're looking for the slow locals people in the community to come out check out timber see what we do especially for the lowbro neighborhood oh my god the lowbro neighborhood actually on monday there was a, a lowbro business got together and oh, really we're thinking of doing a lowbro event i don't want to launch anything now, oh snap we'll there we in, go we'll be in touch but yeah I well think... you know i'm your official lowbro bro bro oh yeah <laughs> so yo what <laughs> You know, Lobro is a really, it's, I think it's the most interesting community. Absolutely. It feels to me like the meat district or the, was the meat warehouse district in New York, like in like the 70s and 80s, right. where it's like, it's still a little bit sketch, but it's getting way better. <laughs> you know, at night when you're walking the street, you're like, oh, I'm not so sure. But, um, <laughs> But the truth is, there's so many cool little cideries. Anyway, so that's going to be like definitely on your radar. Cool, um, I can't wait. It was only the second meeting of all the businesses, so we have to like. How many did you get in there? Um, it was How like many? fifteen businesses. Wow! And it was so it was art, it was food trucks, it was wineries, breweries. Yeah. There was one person who's opening a um, like a new kind of Pilates that's like. Hardcore, like she said, it's TRX style. Like, damn, I don't even know what that means, dude. Yeah. But she's like, she's like, there's a lot of dudes who do it. I'm like, okay, cool, you know. Yeah. Um, so, but the Lobro neighborhood, a lot of people know it, or you know, people know it because the pad, the climbing gym, they've been coming here for years. It's just this really cool. We're right on the bike path in Slow, so we're trying to like see how we can 
cater to the bikers yeah. and you know it's it's just i mean slow is such a happy place and like literally well, the neighborhood's uh, really cool like i was talking to beta from beta's beer garden and he was like it's so cool where we're at away from you know we're within a neighborhood where a lot of people just come by grab a bite take it back home or you know come out to even go back home real quick you know what i mean so yeah being in a neighborhood where a lot of people are more sprouting up more mixed yeah. use they're supporting it and here's a great place to stop in and you know do for some wine sh- for sure I mean so the, the person who kind of spearheaded this thing she owns the Bunker and Slow which yeah. is a really cool art you know it's like they have coffee beverages yeah, coffee art all the time. beautiful art she does murals um, it's marmalade murals check it out if you need a mural they're beautiful they just did Slow Doco oh that so, was them okay cool yeah that was them yeah nice so really cool um, anyway long story short um she was saying how like the near Duncan Alley, like it is bonkers on weekends now. And I was like, okay, so how do we get that two blocks over in our little right, yeah. <laughs> our warehouse, which is off the beaten path, yeah. you know? But um, you know, so I want to get like a map going. But yeah, there's so many people that live within a like five to ten minute walk yeah. of all these businesses. And it's not like going downtown where you, you know, it's like it's hard to park. A lot of people won't even have to get in their cars. They can just like walk. There's so many new developments. And, right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so like for, for this event, if you are within walking distance of Damon Garcia, just come out, dude. It's free. If you go to um, Tambor on Instagram, there's a bunch of links. It's in our bio. Taste of Music at Tambor. Register. Just I'll come. put a link in the show notes here. Oh, yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't even know what's going on. Adam could see me <laughs> floundering like, uh, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. No. No, I don't. <laughs> well, but we'll find it because, I mean, I'm looking at a... Which doesn't help anybody listening, but I'm looking at a flyer with a QR code. But I could take that link and put it in the show notes. So it's right there at your fingertips. If you want, I can describe the QR code right now with, yeah, right. Do- with, with black dots and spaces. We can kind of go. It might take like 20 or 30 minutes. <laughs> 20 or 30 years. Very good. So I'm really excited because, of course, I've loved your wine for a long time. You are getting more and more into sparkling. So much so where it is becoming a pretty significant part of your program. Oh, yeah. So we... We bought some equipment two years ago. We kind of got it set up last year. And the idea was to just kind of dip our toes into the sparkling, spark, into sparkling. And the thing is, with if you're making traditional method, which is like champagne method, that takes years and years to perfect because it takes years to just see what you have. So we're talking about wine. secondary fermentation. Yeah, we're bottle, talking about like method champenois. Method champenois in 10 seconds. They take a base wine. They put it in a bottle. So it has no bubbles. Then they add a little sugar and yeast. They crown cap it, which is like a a soda cap, right? It sits in there for somewhere between nine months and 30 years, right? So the bubbles form quickly, but then it sits on those lees from the fermentation. Lees, the little sediments, the yeast, stuff like that, sits on that for a long time and develops, right? Then you have to get that out of the bottle, which is a whole mess and a half. Look up disgorging champagne or disgorging sparkling wine on YouTube. You'll laugh your ass off and be like, no, no one wants to do that. (laughs) And then they put a cork in it and it's ready for sale, right? It might take five years to actually get to a product. So what we do is we do, it's it's more similar to the Charmant method. It's how they make Prosecco. Essentially, we do the bubbles in a tank, right? And that can be done in as little as a, a week or two. So we make our finished wine. We put it in a tank. We add the bubbles in tank and then bottle it. So we can have a finished product in a month 
from a still wine. Right. And so, what do you notice in the bubbles and the delivery of the both those different kinds of? So what I notice is that people do not give a shit, my man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So Adam Adam's asking as a oh yeah, cork dorks where wine tastes right. you has like serious knowledge about the winemaking process. What I found out is we used no to cares. we hooked up kegs of still wine to our kegerator in our tasting room with a CO2 tank. Two weeks later you got bubbles, we put in a class, people are like, Bubbles, heck yeah. That's all. I love it. So that's um, so great. So I'm, and I also love this bubbles are being more for every day. I feel yeah, like I've been wanting that yeah. for a long time. Yeah, the spark you know, method champenoise, that traditional method is crazy expensive. If you want traditional method sparkling wine and you want it to be not expensive, get cava from Spain. Because in Spain, labor is cheap, land is cheap, so the product is cheap. But in California, those things ain't cheap. And so to do a traditional method sparkling wine in California is crazy expensive. So you're never going to get something for less than 60 bucks or something. Right. You know? So for us, we're trying to hit a, a, a you know, we're trying to have our entry level sparklings be around forty bucks or something like that, cool. around the price or cheaper than some of our still wines. You're even doing a sparkling club now. Yeah. So, unfortunately for some of the locals, a very popular local sparkling producer, Letitia, closed their tasting room. And I love the wines of Letitia. Sure. I know the winemaking team; they're great people. But that it just it didn't make sense for this company that it was owned by. Um, owners that are not local yeah. to keep that tasting room open. And so a lot of our wine club members and people we know were members of that club. They love that sparkling wine, but part of what they loved was visiting and drinking sparkling. And so in some way, you know, Tambor's always about, about filling that hole and trying to help, trying to foster the local community. And if we can do that, if there's sparkling winemakers who feel like that are local, that don't have a home, Sparkling wine lovers. Come on, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, lovers, lovers. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Not, if you make custom, sparkling yeah. wine, we don't want to see you. Yeah. Get, uh, we don't need that critique. You know. But, but if um, you do like bubbles, you know, I mean, yeah. what you were telling me off the air is like getting on this um, bubble club that is like two bottles three times a year. How fun! And we're talking the sparkling yeah. Albarino, yeah. Yep. sparkling yep. Sauv Blanc, yep. sparkling. What what are yep. the other ones? Well, it's actually six bottles, but okay. two different wines. So, I oh, got it. Okay, two bottles, man. We can't make money doing that. <laughs> And you actually asked a question about the bubbles. I was actually kind of just joking around. The bubbles are delicious. Like they're small, creamy, delicious bubbles. A lot of the work I've been doing is like dialing in the CO2 to kind of figure out where the bubbles are really tasty. Yeah. So look, everything tastes good so far. We released a Chardonnay and Rosé. Everyone was like, yum. Uh, We're doing an Albarino and and another Rosé. For our, you know, so if you if you signed up for our spring shipment, which is happening in the next week or two, you'd get a bottle of Chardonnay and a bottle of rosé, sparkling. Cool. If you go for our summer, it's another, it's a second rosé of different blend, um, 100% Pinot Noir and um, and an Albarino. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, and a, and a Sauvignon Blanc. For the fall sparkling, we've got an Albarino on tap, so a local Albarino. I don't think that exists in sparkling, but I uh, could be wrong, at least locally, and our second Chardonnay. So, um, but Fun. like, so one thing we're doing is we've got a, a library of old wine, right? And we have some wines that we didn't sell as much. So I have like 100 cases of 2011 Bienecito Chardonnay that it's just like I made too much wine when I was first starting out. And so what we're going to start doing is I'm going to start. bubbles on it? I'm gonna, well, I'm going to start popping those bottles and using those older wines in the blends because a lot Fun. of a lot of great sparkling wine is a blend of lots of vintages. Yeah. And I was like, 
I have lots of vintages. Like, yeah, that's so cool. So I can do I like a, I can do like a wine that has ten different vintages. Oh, you gotta let me try that. Of Chardonnay oh, or that sounds so you know? good. So I yeah. love it. Uh, we got Josh Clapper. Uh, by the way, he has sponsored the new. You'll be glad to know this, and my dad will, who's listening, and he's in California. <laughs> he's actually visiting, not quite my house yet, but he will be soon, and he will be able to use the new microwave. We got a microwave, Josh. <laughs> yes. Timber, timber branded. I expect, <laughs> I actually expect a royalty every time that, yeah. that, <laughs> that the microwave is used. If you could just put like 10 cents. Yeah. <laughs> It does look great with the Tambor logo. I got to bring you some stickers because I have these like six by six like die cut stickers of your logo made. And now my microwave is a Tambor microwave. I'm not going to lie. Every time I use my microwave, it's usually to make something delicious for myself. So I have very positive like feelings about standing in front of a microwave. And the fact that we've branded that experience for you (laughs) just tickles me. So good. Well, thanks for always being there. The way you guys have evolved has been exciting. I can't wait for a taste of music. It happens on Sunday, March 3rd. I'll be coming up from World of Pinot Noir as it ends, so I will be stopping by in the afternoon to see the shenanigans, barrel tastings, live music, games, celebrating the grand opening. I love how you guys used, you know, students of Cal Poly to market this and, like, let these young men and women learn by doing and opening your business up to them. So it's such a cool story. Thanks again for having me up and at man. Yeah, I love being up and Adam, follow us at Tambor Winery just for any updates on the event and there'll be links in the show notes yeah links I, I know the show up. notes baby <laughs> <laughs> thanks Adam check them out on Instagram at Tambor Winery again spelled T-I-M-B-R-E Winery there's a link in the bio to a taste of music here. Taste of timbre. We'll see you March 3rd. Two to four. Let's do this. Let me take a moment and thank our friends at the General Store Paso for being up and at them, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and home. The team at the General Store Paso can help you pull together just about anything you need. Helping people connect with dozens of local makers is what they're about. Celebrating over 10 years on the park, downtown Paso, 12th Street, open daily, 11 to 6, and 10 to 6 on weekends. On Instagram, at General Store Paso. And if you listen to the show regularly, I would love if you would just take a moment, pick any one of the people who support this show. From Tin City Distillery, uh, We Help You Legal, uh, Dow Vineyards, Barometer Coffee, General Store Paso, McClintock's, the Woods Humane Society. Maybe just reach out to them on Insta, one or two of them, and just say, hey, I hear you on Up and Adam. Thanks for being there. Don't even go buy anything right now. If you could just reach out to one of those ones that you like, or maybe one of those ones you don't even know, you've never met them before, find them on Insta, follow them if you don't, and just send them a DM saying thanks for being Up and Adam. It means a lot. It will mean a lot to them. It'll mean a ton to me. And it's just creating that community. These businesses work really hard to uh, have a small business. And the fact that they use some of those monies that they earn to support what we do here as a local broadcaster that's been able to spread his footprint beyond what we were just doing locally here on the FM dial. It's pretty remarkable. So I'd love if you would help me thank them. Coming up, we got some winning for you. My gosh, Beach Boys coming to the Vita Robles Amphitheater. Going to have tickets. We're going to be bringing in Tambor Winery for some giveaways for what they're doing. 
maybe some wines and tastings over there. That's gonna be cool. Also, World of Pinot Noir. This is happening at the Ritz-Carlton Baccara. If you love wine tasting, if you love Pinot, you are gonna have a chance to win tickets to World of Pinot Noir from this show. All coming up in just a matter of days, but still, right now, try your hand at some coffee. Go to adamonteal.com and there's a yellow bar on the homepage. You can win some barometer coffee. Mary wrote in yesterday, she said, how very timely. I ran out of coffee yesterday and due to some post-surgery disability, I can't get to the grocery store this week. Well, Mary, we got you. You are this week's winner. I'm gonna try and get a hold of you on the phone and I'll hook you up with some barometer coffee. And we hope you heal quickly and are back feeling like yourself soon. And thank you for being up and at him. All right, you know about it, more rain on the way. Keep plugged into the forecast. Thanks to our friends, Full Cup Solutions, for technical consideration. Also, Moonshiner Collective, for original music on the show, start again. And don't forget to get your tickets to see them live March 22nd, Slow Brew Rock, now known as Rod and Hammer Rock. Go to moonshinercollective.com for more. Check the show notes for links to all of our friends who are supporting Up and Adam, as well as those uh, notes for the timbre, A Taste of Music. That link is in there as well. It's a free event. I think they have a Eventbrite to give you all the lowdown, but it is completely free. They'd like to know who's coming just to get an idea on food. But again, 100% free 99. Back at it tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks for being here. Thanks for making us your first podcast of the day. If you haven't, rate, review, subscribe to the show where you listen to it. Don't forget a brand new episode of Where Wine Takes You is out right now. Talking Blend Fest and the Blending Lab along with Stilson Sellers. Fun stuff. Available wherever you get your podcasts, including right here where you listen to this one. I'm Adam Montiel. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for being up at Adam. Start again Let's start again